Hey everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another discussion, episode, podcast, piece, whatever you want to call it. Uh, today I'm here to talk about, talk about HBO. Obviously this week they had their big uh, HBO, uh, sorry, their uh, Game of Thrones final season, season 8 comeback. Uh, so that is an inspiration uh, to for this podcast or one of the reasons for this podcast. I have thought about doing this podcast for a little while, uh, but I've formed more of an idea for it. Um, so I want to talk about why HBO is still the king of TV, um, or, or has become the king of TV, uh, to me. Um, and in, in 2019, when I look at the, like, best, uh, streaming services, networks, channels, whatever you want to call them, I think of, to me, the big four, which will probably become the big five. Uh, the big four to me is Netflix, HBO, Hulu and Amazon, um, and I think probably it's probably not a stretch to guess that Disney Plus will become the fifth one. Uh, you do have things like the DC Universe, but if you're not into superheroes, that you're gonna like click yourself away from that in a way. You're probably not gonna get involved. Um, and you've got you've got other streaming services out there, but in terms of like the main, I suppose the main five you would include DC Universe because DC Universe is actually out. They've had Doom Patrol, they've had Titans, and all that kind of stuff. Plus, with the DC Universe, it's more of a case of they have the animated films, they have digital comic books you can go and read, and that sort of thing. Um, but I would t- I would take them out of this equation just because they're more of a niche type of like I said, if you're not into superheroes. Why would you watch Doom Patrol and Titans and and that sort of thing? I mean, you might still take the interest, but um, outside of them, you would look at HBO and Netflix and Hulu, who have more than superhero shows. They have other things as well. Um, But I really think that HBO has continued to go for quality over quantity. Um, I would say that, to me, Amazon and Hulu are a bit more of a blind spot to me personally. Uh, obviously, over here, we don't even have Hulu. Uh, how it works over here in the UK is, let's say, The Handmaid's Tale, for example. Probably probably the biggest show on Hulu uh, would be distributed to whoever would uh, sign the check over here. Uh, and in this case, it was Channel 4. Um, and what they would do is they would wait a certain amount of time after the season has aired on Hulu and then they would distribute it weekly on Channel 4 um, and you've had other different scenarios as well with the same thing um, like Hulu has uh, the Runaways the 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 other the, the Marvel show um, and that gets picked up on Sci-Fi in the UK over here so it's not always the same platform whereas with uh, Netflix obviously Netflix is global anyway Amazon Amazon is global anyway uh, HBO basically has at the moment a deal with Sky Atlantic, um, so whenever something like a True Detective or Game of Thrones or a Barry, which which is airing at the moment, uh, starts, um, Sky Atlantic will either get them simulcast or the next day or like a few days after. So, for example, like Game of Thrones will be simulcast. I think True Detective was simulcast, um, but Barry is like comes out on like a Wednesday, and in the US they get it on like a Saturday. But they've pretty much got that with them, um, and on platforms like. Now TV, you've got boxes of like The Wire and Sopranos and some other HBO shows like The Leftovers, that sort of thing. So that's basically how all that works. Um, and DC Universe, they've had... Uh, they haven't had Doom Patrol release over here yet, but they have had Titans come over here. So that's that's pretty much how all those four services work over here. And of course, Amazon, Netflix, global releases for whatever. 
Uh, so that's how that works. With Disney Plus, well, it's supposed to come over here, but we don't know when it's going to be. But going back to the original topic, um, I just think that when you look at how to do television, I don't, I can't think of this kind of matches with HBO as they run. I don't think there's any need for any show to have more than 10 episodes a season. Now, if you want to make a 10 episode season and make it slightly longer, you do what HBO does, which is where you make a 58 or an hour episode as opposed to a network 42 minute episode, which gives you more time over the course of a 10 episode season. Uh, they of course made a bit of an exception or maybe things were a bit different back when The Wire was airing because The Wire was uh, usually 12, 13 episodes-ish per, per season. Uh, they did change throughout the season. But there isn't... Uh, out of the things that have aired over the last like couple of years, there hasn't been any seasons of TV that I can think of. Maybe there's something that I haven't watched or checked out. But there hasn't been any TV shows from HBO that have been over 10 episodes. In fact, Game of Thrones this season is almost half of that. So, uh, But obviously that's because of plot reasons, writing reasons and all that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, when you look at things like Silicon Valley, that was about 8 episodes. When you look at Barry, that was 8 episodes for the season. Uh, when you look at something like The Leftovers, that had 8 or 10 episodes for the season. And it really does kind of help with, well, making quality television where, like, let's not have too many episodes. Maybe you make them longer. Maybe you do make a 28-minute episode as opposed to a 22-minute episode with adverts, because obviously HBO has no adverts. Uh, that's another th- that's another thing that makes them better, um, is no adverts and stuff. But the reason... Because... I think the most comparable service to HBO is Netflix because where where Netflix has gone for a bit of half and half with quality and quantity, uh, obviously I I think in terms of quantity quantity Netflix has got the most original shows like ever. I can't think of any other network or any other service or anything that's got more original content than Netflix. I mean you're talking like a couple of hundred shows, uh. So yeah, they 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 tend to go more. For that sort of thing, where with Netflix's model, it tends to be okay. It's a Friday. Let's release our ten or or our thirteen episode season of a show, and then the user will come home on a Friday, binge the episodes, and then depending on weekend plans, they would watch more of it at the weekends. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you'd watch it every hour over the weekend, but that it it gives you the opportunity. It's their way of like come home on the Friday, start watching, and potentially finish by Monday, and then. The next time a Friday comes around, so the end of the next week, uh, you watch another new season or you watch something old on there. Whereas with HBO, it tends to be a lot more quality over quantity, where it tends to be... Okay, it's a Sunday night, Game of Thrones is on, it's probably... Yeah, it's our most expensive produced show, it's our biggest show, and let's... let's um, make that like a weekly discussion over 10 weeks, and then we're done for the season. And it's just this little way of... Uh, yeah, doing doing the quality over the quantity where you do have the 10 episodes instead of even like 13 or 16. Um, because you go for the 10 episode model. Um, and I just think that where Game of Thrones... Sorry, not Game of Thrones. Where HBO has managed to do... Okay, let's do... Instead of doing 30 shows a month or something. I'm not saying Netflix necessarily has it. Let's say between 15 and 30 shows a month or s- new seasons of TV. It isn't always a new season one. Sometimes it can be a... Season 4 or Season 3 or whatever for for a different show. Instead of doing 30 of those a month. Let's like really take all of our budget. And 
basically put more money into to put more money into like individual episodes as opposed to spreading the cost like across a longer season i think is really where hbo tends to shine as well because um, I I've seen people talk before about like uh, where you have the structure of Game of Thrones, which is where you have eight kind of build-up episodes if you want, which still have some amazing things happen in them, uh, and then the ninth is like the big sort of kind of uh, battle episode, and then the tenth is like the um, you know the aftermath episode and stuff. But imagine if you had imagine if Game of Thrones was a twenty-three episode season or even a sixteen episode season. Let's go with the twenty-three episode one first. Where you'd have uh, 12 episodes, or let's say 11 episodes is the build-up, and then the 12th is the battle. And then you have a whole second half, basically a whole another season, but tacked onto the end of a first half of the season. So then you'd essentially have, what you would essentially end up with is two Game of Thrones seasons in one. Which is kind of what these like DC shows have ended up being because you have like a first half of the season villain and then you go into like the second half of the season you have somewhat a different villain depending on which of the shows and what's happening and that sort of stuff. So, um, But the point I'm trying to make is that instead of spreading the cost over a longer season HBO tends to, well the, th- the thing is is because they have more money anyway as opposed to like SCW or even an AMC or some of these other channels and stuff uh, not necessarily Amazon and Netflix they still have a lot of but those still have a lot of money but um, I think HBO still has more money than than those two uh, although Amazon's got a lot of money these days with um, different things but essentially because HBO's got a lot of money what they want to do is to get more of the focus on how do we make each episode better instead of like spreading the story and the budget across a much across a much longer season and they it ends up going for that thing where it's more short and sweet as opposed to okay let's just have an episode and an episode and an episode uh so i hope you all kind of get what i mean from that uh but let's take a quick break here today's sponsor is koalu if you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way. All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, we've got the uh, yeah eighth and final season. This this episode's going to be released a few days or the next day after our podcast for the first episode, so go and check that out as well. Um, podcast drop-down menu, click on Game of Thrones or click on the iTunes feed page. Um, 
and you'll find links to how to describe how to subscribe to those feeds as well but you don't necessarily need to you can click on the game of thrones uh, category feed click on the episode and then press play on the podcast uh, if you want to find them on podcast services reviewing west Coast or entertainment talk because we of course have the main feed and then we have the feed for game of thrones itself reviewing west Coast. Uh, something ending this week which will be ending tomorrow uh, Star Trek Discovery for its 14th episode which will be the last episode for season 2 which is apparently a second a second half to or a part 2 to the finale episode but they were going to have 13 episodes but we'll see how everything plays out but the season finale will be this uh, Friday or Thursday if you're in the US but this Friday for us in the UK um, and that will be the end of Star Trek season 2 uh, this week on Gaming Talk, we will have talked about, because uh, I'm recording this a few days before Thursday, um, we will have had, uh, was it the, the information about the Star Wars, well, a bit of information about the new Star Wars game, we had like a cinematic trailer, so me and Robert are going to be talking about that, and a bunch of other stuff as well, but last week we talked about Crash Team Racing, uh, the characters list, uh, Fallout 76, the PSN name changes, and some other stuff, um, on Sunday, which is actually today, I would have released uh, two podcasts. One for Russian Doll Season 1, the, the Netflix review for that. for that, uh, And of course, always spoiler-free and spoilers. Um, and a new episode of the Actor and Actress Spotlight episode. And this one's focusing on uh, Ricky Gervais. Uh, and if you want to look around on the website, I've got a review for... Um, or at first two episodes impressions and then a full Season 1 review for Afterlife itself. So you can go check those out as well. Uh, Game of Thrones on Wednesday, of course, please check that out. Uh, so that's that for the season, or that's the, the start of the season, hasn't started yet, the final season. Um, the DC shows, Flash and Arrow, we're still doing podcasts for those. Legends of Tomorrow will be back for 4.12, so we'll be doing the first four episodes, and then the second four, which will be the final four episodes. Uh, but that's entertainmenttalk.org, or the podcast platform of your choice. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I've quite necessarily got my point across with this, but what I want to basically put across is that... HBO is still presu- pro- producing incredible content like the Game of Thrones and Left or Leftovers is finished, but uh, Silicon Valley and Barry and Veep is coming to an end. I've heard that that's done really well for its its season uh, or d- doing well for its all of its uh, seasons or whatever. Um, Ballers, I mean, if you can get Dwayne the Rock Johnson to do a show on your network, y- you've you've done something right. So, um, I mean, I know he's done other stuff and he he's done other stuff on other networks and that. But um, he does like a main series called Ballers. I think it's about... Actually, I have no idea what it's about, to be perfectly honest. I've never uh, looked into it. But uh, I know it's to do with like footballers or or something. Um, but yeah, that's that's not really been for me. At the moment, it's like Game of Thrones, um, Barry, and I recently did catch up on uh, Silicon Valley, which is apparently not coming out uh, this year or something. Um, Westworld as well. And it's interesting that I talk about them going more for quantity of quality because like I said instead of HBO doing five seasons of TV a week they tend to more do um, you know the big Sunday night stuff so the Game of Thrones and the Westworld and all that sort of thing uh, and Veep and Barry which is what they got going on at the moment but um, HBO has apparently got this new president or something or this new CEO and he has got this idea of like okay let's just simply make more television I don't know if he's aiming for the level of like Netflix, uh, where you, like I said, you're doing like five seasons of TV a week or like thirty seasons of TV a month. Um, and I don't feel like I'm exaggerating with that number. It just feels like Netflix constantly has new seasons of TV come out. Not necessarily new shows, but new seasons of existing shows and films. They've dipped more into films as well. 
Um, he's basically said that he wants to yeah do more television. So it's interesting that I've come on here to talk about like okay HBO likes to sort of condense their seasons and basically put more money into a shorter season to make the season short and sweet but really highly produced basically uh, like production levels like really high as well but imagine if HBO come out like with let's say within the next year let's say he's planning some new shows like right now or something and in 2021 he makes like because uh, we know we got one Game of Thrones spin-off, but we, uh, I think they pitched five or something, but one is going on at the moment. Now, I don't need five Game of Thrones at once, like five Game of Thrones TV shows at once. I'm happy with, like, one a year, maybe rotate them or something, that sort of thing. Um, but he's basically said, like, what about if we do more Westworld spin-offs and more Game of Thrones spin-offs and more of this and more of that? What would HBO look like if, like, let's say you have... Um, two Game of Thrones. Well, let, let's say half the budget of Game of Thrones, which is still an incredible amount of money or whatever. Um, let's say you have two shows that come out, not not Game of Thrones shows, but two shows that come out per week. Uh, so like a Sunday and a Monday, or like a Sunday and a Wednesday, or whatever two days in the week you want to pick, and they are both produced at at least half of the production level of Game of Thrones and you run two of those shows every week for the entire year is it i mean is it possible to get burned out on just too much incredible too much incredibly well produced tv i i don't know um but that's essentially what he said he's kind of going for which is okay if we can make let, let's make more game of thrones basically but not specifically game of thrones make more tv on the level of game of thrones um, I mean, like, it, it kind of lines up with some of my hope for the future of TV, which is like, let's just stop watching bad television, and let's stop watching TV where we're like, oh, this is okay, and then we go to Game of Thrones, and we go, oh my god, this is incredible. That that would kind of help with that, because let's let's say you're watching three shows a week, that are like average, they're good, you're, you're interested, but then like two Game of Thrones quality level shows come around or half of that level of quality and then you look at those two and you're like really more, you're like much more engaged and more invested and then you look at the other three shows and you think like, why am, why am I watching that kind of thing? And then you drop them and then um, like those, those two half level Game of Thrones shows end and then they come out and there's another two. And then you're watching, you watch, you, you drop the three average shows or the three bad shows, and then you watch the two weekly great uh, HBO shows, and then when you run out of those, because it would only be twice a week, you'd go over to the Netflix and Hulu and the Amazon, and then network TV kind of, not dies off, that's probably not going to happen, but in a level where less of that stuff is produced, or it makes those networks like, look at the bigger streaming services more. Um, because there is certain, like, network TV shows out there that you think, man, if this was on Netflix or HBO or something, and not everything has to be on that level, but I'm just saying it would help production of TV to go up if that were to happen, if, if any of this makes sense, so, um, yeah, I still think HBO is the king of TV, but it would, I mean... Yeah, that's kind of one of the questions to pose, is like, okay, we get one Game of Thrones a week, and it's only got, you know, six weeks left or whatever... What about if we had 
two of those or three of those and it was like a Sunday and a Wednesday or something so not necessarily on the same night but it was like Sunday an amazing show comes out and then a Wednesday another amazing show comes out um, and it's not to say that level of TV doesn't already exist but I'm talking specifically about HBO and the production levels and all that kind of stuff so that's kind of the message I wanted to put across is like that's that's the reason they're still kind of king of television is because they don't like try to dump TV on you not saying that Netflix, I mean, they do do that, but we still all like Netflix. We still all watch a lot of their shows, and with Netflix's case, it's like let's let's say they come out with ten ten seasons of TV shows in a week, and you like two of them, uh, and then you're in for the next seasons of those shows, and then the week after that, they come out with another ten, and you like two of them. You're still gonna be hooked on at least some of their television, and those eight shows that you don't like, somebody else might. So that they've kind of got that going for them as well. Um, but in a way where you've got like. Yeah. Instead of you. Instead of them making their production value spread so far across something. It's more like condensed into. Okay this like little 10 episode season of TV. But it's like an incredibly well produced one. And that's why I think HBO is still the king of TV. So uh, I hope a lot of this <laughs> made sense. Or it was sort of clear as, as to what I was trying to say. Uh, and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah. That, that's basically what, what I wanted to say about HBO. And obviously I'm very ex- excited for the future of the streaming service. I suppose they are. Um, it's weird with HBO because... Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, they're all streaming services, aren't they? They're all on, like, apps. With HBO, you can still get it on, like, cable and other stuff, but then you can get HBO going now. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, let me know your thoughts on, I guess, the competition with TV the and what you think of the state of HBO and what you think of the state of Netflix and all that um, and where you think things might go going forward. And, uh, yeah, if if you've got any average or bad shows that you're clinging to because... You, you still like them, but you know that they're not as good as other stuff. So, yeah, I, I think there's a conversation here to be had, and I think it might be interesting to, to do that as well. And I'm just trying to sort of start that conversation. So, thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, there is patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. Speaking of Amazon, you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra if you use our affiliate link. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. If you'd like to um, rate and review a particular episode or a particular feed, sorry, uh, please choose the Game of Thrones one at the moment, obviously, because it's the biggest show on TV, and I'd like that one to be successful this season. I'd like them all to be successful, but, HBO, but Game of Thrones is bigger, so uh, please go for that one. But if you don't want to mess around with any of those things, you can simply tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, so you don't really have to press any buttons or anything. Just tell them about the website and the iTunes feeds. If you'd still like to press some buttons and help us out, but not with any of the other services, uh, you can share the posts on Facebook. You can retweet them on Twitter. It only takes a few clicks and it really helps us out as well. Put them in different groups if you're allowed to. Don't go getting yourself banned or anything. Uh, yeah, did I say how you can send in feedback? You can do that to Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's the contact page, and there's also information available in your show notes, so just have a look, and you should find what you need to send in some messages, get in contact, all that sort of good stuff. Uh, video games, lastly, if you want to watch me, Robert, or David play different video games, me and David have got Twitch streaming channels, Robert's got one on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening, and like I said, if you didn't understand what this podcast was supposed to be about, uh, you can just ask me, and I'll try to put my uh, point across a little bit better. 
So we'll see. We'll see what you guys think. But thank you all very much for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.